2: Many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, friendo. Steve here. L Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available also where podcasts can be found on taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Tomorrow, the numbers don't lie. For Scott Steiner, that's right. The man who created Steiner Math will go one-on-one with Going In Raw Math. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson at $5. You get to watch the show and you get to vote on the numbers for Scott Steiner. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you're a Twitch sub or if you click join on YouTube to become a YouTube channel member. AEW. Fight for the Fallen tonight. Oh wow, was a wildly fun show, Larson. Yeah, where to begin? Wow,
3: there's a there's a lot to cover because they, as always, dynamite packed a lot into the show. This is what the third week in a row, fourth week in a row. We've basically gotten a pay-per-view quality event on basic cable television. It's quite a feat, and I'd be really surprised uh, if AEW lets up anytime soon between now and All Out. So let's start with this. So they teased this last week that Tony Khan was going to announce a new special live event. Um, And it was actually, it was announced by Tony Schiavone. And this live event is August 20th, the day before SummerSlam. Uh, AEW Rampage. I believe the second episode of Rampage is going to come from Chicago's United Center. And the subtitle of this episode of Rampage is the first dance. Of course, Chicago Bulls, that great documentary called mm-hmm. The Last Dance. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. I know mm-hmm. it's 10 hours long, but it's worth every second of your time. First dance. Whose first dance will this be in AEW, Phil Brooks?
2: Yeah, so they made it pretty clear that this is going to be a celebration of one CM Punk, his arrival to AEW. They uh, uh, even teased his potential first feud. I don't know why do I even say potential. His first feud is going to be with Darby Allen, um, or at least his first match is going to be with Darby Allen. Who you knows? It's going to be an actual feud. But uh, uh, they had an interview with Darby and Sting right after they made this announcement. And he said, uh, You know, <clears throat> a lot of great talent comes here to AEW. Basically, he gave the old, uh, This is where the big boys play line. He says, But, you know, I'll take them all on even if you claim you're the best in the world. And, he and then he started winking just right like to camera, so right obnoxiously. To camera said that. I know. Yeah. Uh, so that's super exciting, of course. That's on everybody's dream match list. If you're a fantasy CM punk and you want to see him in AEW, looks like, hey, it's, it's a done deal. That's totally happened. There will be no swerve. 100%, 100% Don't happen. even ask us if you think there's going to be a swerve. Larson, no, is swerve. there going to be a swerve? No. No. No, <laughs> no. Um, so I'll be honest, man. It's pretty exciting. That's pretty damn exciting. But here's the rub, Steve. Where are we going to be August twentieth? Where are we scheduled uh, Can we not beat? bring this down? I, those, okay. So yes, th- this is this is just tough decisions, and I'm in no condition right now. why I'm not. I'm not, I'm not asking
3: a, a decision. This is going to be an ongoing process where we try to make this decision because we're slayed. Of course, we're going to Vegas. Uh, assuming things don't get worse in the world, we're slayed to go to Vegas for SummerSlam a weekend. We're not going to SummerSlam, but we'll be in Vegas that weekend. Um, but just the day prior, that Friday, one of Steve's favorite wrestlers ever. Yeah. Top three probably, right?
2: Uh, yeah, it's, it's Triple H, him, Punk, and, Triple and Stone Cold. H and, 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 and Stone Cold, yeah, probably. Yeah. He's coming
3: back after being gone from the business for more than seven years. Oh, man. An event I'm Feels sure like Steve does not want now. to miss.
2: I don't, man. I don't want to miss it. Uh I, I don't know. Yeah, I know, I know. It's uh it's a conundrum. Um I mean part of me wants to be like, hey, let's just uh uh it's Friday night. What time is it at? Uh seven? Yeah, I think five? It's the seven. Seven what our time? Seven yeah, probably seven seven our time? Yeah. Okay. Let's say it's seven our time. I don't know. I'll I'll have just pulled in. Well, depending on when I get to Vegas. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll figure it out. We always figure these things out. We always figure these things out. Um, there you go. Michael Sodope says rent out a bar and watch it with friendos. Maybe that could be the friendo meetup. Is watch CM Punk and then afterwards we get on the phone, do a quick 15 minute live recap on YouTube, and then that'll just be the thing. I don't know. I honestly don't know. We'll figure it out between now and then. We have a little bit of time, but we not a three ton. We got
3: three weeks. <laughs> not a ton of
2: time so to figure a that one on out. Us.
3: Um, other happenings on Dynamite, uh, was not expecting a full on Nick Gage deathmatch on AEW Dynamite, much less main event, but you know, they didn't, he didn't go quite to the same lengths he did in his bout against Matt Cardona, but it was pretty close. We had the light tubes. Of course we had the pizza cutter. We had a pane of glass, had a bunch more light tubes, some chairs. Uh, Jericho was a bloody mess at the end of this. Pretty surprising they went to those lengths, and uh, kind of I think I feel like a bit lost. The shuffle probably because commentary really didn't play up how important it was or how Mm -hmm. monumental it was. Is that Tanahashi granted via video promo was on Dynamite, issuing a challenge to whoever left this episode Dynamite as U.S. champion. That's pretty
2: significant. They can't they can't just ask New Japan to get like a decent camera on this guy. Have him say his words for like a minute because it's always whenever they do this, like when they had it on uh, uh, when Onita sent in his Matt chat question, it always looks like grainy ass match. He always used like they always use like the front facing camera. They don't he doesn't have somebody to like film it for him properly on like an iPhone 12 or something. Um, yeah, it's very exciting, though. But when I think Tanahashi, I'm like, man, you want all the spectacle of that Tanahashi brings with it because he's so great looking. He looks like a superhero. Um so, uh, no, that's very exciting. That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, and, yeah. But so I guess also like
3: the match is not happening on Dynamite. It's apparently going to happen at the Resurgence show in uh, yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, that
2: makes some sense. Yeah, that, that makes some sense. That's, that's a big that's a big deal that's show That's a huge there. match.
3: And also another part of big this match, is, that, yeah. is that Mox later on complained about not getting a chance to go back to Japan and singled out Tanahashi for dodging them. So maybe we'll get some Mox interference at the end of that match. Uh, so Archer can retain, and then from
2: there, maybe we'll get Mo- Mox and Tanahashi on, uh, on, on, in AEW. Who knows? I think you're probably right about that. I think, it. thinking about it early on, it wouldn't shock me if Tanahashi won the match and then Mox came out and challenged him, and maybe they did uh, like a non-title match back in a w maybe i don't know yeah i don't know know. um but it definitely looks like we're getting mox versus tanahashi which is a lot of fun and then we're getting tanahashi versus archer before that so Mm -hmm. that's really cool um so yeah i mean dude let's just go ahead and well no let's talk about this obviously Probably one of the biggest story beats there was tonight was, of course, the Dark Order. Hangman Page, fully Dark Order branded, throwing up the sign and everything. His Tron had changed from the red color to the purple color. Mm -hmm. It was, I got chills watching this, man. It was beautiful. And then he lost the big match, which was meant to propel him to the title match and the Dark Order to a tag match at All Out. Um, that for right now in the storyline isn't happening. I still get the feeling. I get the feeling that that's still gonna be the match for All Out. What yeah. do you think?
3: Yeah, I think so too. Because yeah, Kenny pinned Page after a one-winged Angel. However, it was uh, preceded by a, a, a championship title shot and not an opportunity. Kenny blasted him with one of his belts. Um, and I guess if you know they could they could go the route of. Page says, "Well, yeah, you beat me. I lost, but it took you, you know, throwing a title at me essentially to do it, Uh, and then from there maybe spin off into some other situation where he can earn himself a title shot." I mean, I thought it was a great setup towards the end where you had literally had Page versus Kenny and the Young Bucks, Mm -hmm, yeah, as the final four competitors in there. If if
2: I'm not mistaken, the title—I could be totally wrong about this—but I thought the title Kenny used the titles. The first one that was taken away and the second one that he tried was the tag titles, which, of oh, course, yeah. is the thing. Um, so uh, so yeah, uh, I, I hope it's not going to be as simple as, hey, you use the title on me. Uh, because it seems like a little, it's like, well, he's a cowboy. You're supposed to persevere through that. Um, but that being said, I still really feel like this is going to be the match. Like, I know they had mentioned... Christian is sort of towards the top of the rankings or Christian. Does he still have a title? Did he win a title opportunity at some point? No, he's never. No, he didn't. Oh, because yeah. Jungle Boy won that one match. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I was, yeah. Christian versus hangman. That's going to be, here's the thing. Like, so the idea, I think right now, obviously we know where Phil Brooks is debuting. That's going to be a couple weeks before all out. Um, Daniel Bryan probably going to be at the new york show i think is what has been said yes um and so in terms of times places for hangman to win the title it should be all out it should be all out and the time should be now Mm -hmm. um you hear the reactions he's getting yes it should be he's hot he's he's very hot yeah um so so yeah i mean i look there's any number of ways they can they can write that uh but, uh, but yeah, I, I still think that's going to be the match. But, yeah, it was it was a wildly entertaining match yes. that they had. But when you get to the finish, unless they had planned on having Kenny get DQ'd somehow, like what if Hangman hit that double lariat on both those guys? And they allowed him, because AEW you can play fast and loose with the rules, and they allowed him to pin them both. And then it's just him versus Kenny, and Kenny gets himself counted out as opposed oh, yeah, to, hey, I don't want to like, look well, at here. I,
3: I, well, like he gets freaked out because Page just stacked the Young Bucks and pinned them. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, well, I don't, I, I'm not going to step up to that right now. Now's not the time. Fine, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take you on one-on-one. Yeah, I, that's, that's kind of what I was expecting, either a DQ or Kenny yeah. would walk out of the match when it was just down to him and Page. They didn't go that route, so now they add the extra wrinkle of, okay, The expectation is still that Paige is going to get his title shot all out. How are we going to get there?
2: This is perfect, actually. AFG uh, corrects me, says, actually, the first belt Kenny misses is the tag team belt, but the second one is the AEW champion belt, which is even more apropos than just Mm -hmm. using both the tag titles. I Mm -hmm. love that. That's great. Mm -hmm. I love AEW pays attention to detail. It's rewarding when you see that stuff. Yep. Um, Yep. So let's get into it, and uh, maybe we'll discover more stuff on the way. It starts with... That hang there's a great video package they did that sort of had Hangman uh, on on the on the range on the on the ranch I guess, Uh, and it talks about how being a cowboy isn't necessarily about riding a horse per se. It's more a state of it's sort of uh, it's or wearing a hat. Yeah, it's and I'm paraphrasing here a state of mind of resiliency. It's getting up when you get knocked down, Uh, and uh, and then they do a thing where like. All the Dark Order, they're lined up on stage, That's great. and like spotlights start coming down, and they're all wearing purple uh, bandanas around their, uh, you know, like the old uh, robbers did when they were robbed trains. Um, and then the final one in the middle is Hangman, and he's wearing purple, and his Tron is in purple, and it's awesome. Yep, it's so great. They come down, and some people in chat corrected me. Also, he didn't quite do the Dark Order no, sign. He, he just he did it a gun finger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was really
3: cool stuff. That was cool. And then the Elite come out. And they have uh, uh, their own Tron. And it was all very reminiscent of a Chicago Bulls introduction, save for the music. They didn't have Alan Parsons' project. Uh, Serious, I believe the song is called. But they had Justin Roberts announcing the starting lineup, culminating with Kenny being last out, saying, from North
2: Carolina. Well, they did They did the, y'all ready for this? Da-na-na-na. After <inaudible> yeah, after the introductions, <inaudible> they did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah. So he,
3: yeah. like everybody had a nickname. Kenny was out last. Uh, Kenny and the Bucks had Elite Squad jerseys, you know, like Toon Squad from Space Jam. It was actually an
2: integration, I think. It was an ad integration. Because which is they a had really, had the cleverly,
3: lower... really cleverly mm-hmm. done. And then, yeah. Yeah, then after, yeah, after that, they did that, and they started doing some dribbling tricks on <laughs> stage. Really, hoops.
2: really bad, I know. bad dribbling tricks. And Nick was the only one, you can tell right there, who knew what he was played, doing. knew how to play ball, yeah. Kenny and the Bucks, yeah. Now they were
3: wearing the matching Elite Squad gear, they were wearing... Space Jam Mm Jordan-Elevens.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice
3: touch. Nice touch. Um, So the match begins early on. Uh, Paige is taking it to Carl Anderson. Uh, Kenny attacks Paige from behind. And what number did
2: Carl Anderson have on his jersey, (laughs) (laughs) Twelve.
3: So the match breaks down. Dark Order uh, suplexes the elite. Uh, The brawl goes to the floor. And then Alex Reynolds and Nick Jackson, they're up at the top rope. Reynolds suplexes Nick onto everybody else. Uh, Eventually, though, Reynolds' clotheslines gallows out of the ring. Anderson rolls him up with a handful of tights. Alex Reynolds first eliminated. Uh, Pretty quickly after that, not surprising who the first elimination from the the Elite is, Carl Anderson is surrounded by Paige and the Dark Order. They lay into him. Stu and Evil Uno hit their finish fatality. Uno gets the cover. Anderson is eliminated. Carl Anderson Mm -hmm. eats pins. Uh, later on, Stu Grayson hits uh, Gallows with a four fifty. Kenny breaks up that pin again. The match breaks down. Everybody but Kenny and Stu are on the floor, and Stu hits this crazy like springboard corkscrew splash. Basically, his combination he kind of overshot it, but also he landed in a spot
2: where kind of nobody was. Everybody sort of got out of the way. Like I don't know what I looked at because the, they did the replay, and you see. Gallows. Like Gallows, like, started to move. I'm like, why are you moving away from him? You're supposed to catch him. What are you doing? Yeah, he went, he landed with a thud, but then he got right back up and they did a thing where him and Gallows went out to the crowd and got counted. He did another jump from like one of the little barricade things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and yeah, and they they ended up getting counted out. So Stu Grayson and Gallows were out. Um, Uno and Kenny went at it for a bit. Uno hit an end of days on Kenny for two. He goes up top, but he ends up eating knees on a senton bomb. Kenny hits a V-trigger and one-winged angel on Uno for three. So he's eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got uh, what happened with – oh, yeah, Silver got taken out with a, a BTE trigger yeah. because the Bucks powerbomb page during the commercial break on the mm-hmm. apron. Mm-hmm. So they were able to isolate or they'll basically just you know take on Silver two-on-one he got eliminated with that bte trigger and then we had a hangman taking on well, kenny hold and on the bucks. first
3: that was preceded by they did a melzer driver from the ring to the floor that's right and they right, moved yeah. the basketball hoop closer and nick was trying to do an alley-oop dunk on the hoop while also delivering the the, the 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 jumping aspect of the melzer driver he didn't nail the the dunk but they got the the melzer driver and then yes BTE trigger after that and yet came pre- yes. came, came pretty close came pretty it was pretty close. close so it was page yeah. against kenny and the young bucks uh kenny Backs the Young Bucks off, says he wants Paige to himself. They start talking trash. Kenny spits in his face. They're throwing hands. Uh, Paige eventually runs into a V-trigger, responds with a clothesline. Bucks get in, super kick party, party, and then a super kick party from the Young Bucks and Kenny. uh, Cover, Paige kicks out. So uh, Paige is is just getting worked over by the Elite First Stretch but kicking out of everything. Eventually, he flips out of a German suplex, drops Kenny with a clothesline, hits a double clothesline on the Young Bucks, sends Nick out of the ring, follows with moonsault onto the floor into all three members of the Elite. Uh, Kenny goes for a dead eye. Sorry, Paige goes for a dead eye. Kenny escapes that, looks for a power bomb. Paige blocks that. Uh, Kenny hits some shots. Paige responds with a pop-up power bomb. Nick breaks up that pin. Matt is in.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
0: The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list.
3: The Young Bucks looking for a Meltzer driver. Page escapes that. Ends up hitting both members of the Young Bucks with a buckshot. Covers Matt. Matt is eliminated. So that's when Kenny grabs a tag title. He's looking to hit Page with it. Rick Knox takes it from him. However, while that's happening, Cutler hands Kenny another belt, the AEW title. uh, uh, Whiffs. Page hits it with a dead eye. Kenny kicks out. Uh, Page looks for a buckshot. Nick grabs his foot. Page frees himself. Uh, Kenny ducks the buckshot attempt, clocks Page with one of the tiles. That was the AW tile. sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Page uh, kicks out of that. Kenny hits a pair of V-triggers and then the one-winged Angel to get the win.
2: Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Is Hangman going to come back with a head full of steam? Or is he going to, you know... Sulk. Uh, d- sulk and, 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 you know, drown his sorrows in... The booze, Larson, in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Uh, after that, we had a, what was supposed to be um, a Death Triangle interview, but it was just a solo pack interview. Marvez was like, hey, the Lucha Bros aren't here. He's like, no, he is, they are here. Someone canceled their car from the airport. <laughs> and So Chavo and Andrade show up. And Chavo's like, no, nah, man, we're just taking care of those dudes. We got them a limo. A limo is a really long, fancy car. That's a Pac doesn't know what that is. Yeah, no. And then I couldn't quite make out what Andrade had said. Do you, did you get I some of I think you
3: were saying, like, you know, hey, Pac, if you don't take care of your guys, okay. they'll join up with someone who will.
2: Okay, I think that's, yeah, I that sort of got that. Uh, after that, we had the Ricky Starks Team Taz FTW title celebration.
3: I'm really disappointed. There's one aspect of the show that really disappointed me. So the, this celebration kicks off with Taz. He's at a table. And it's got a huge yeah. FTW sign in front. Yeah. And I'm like, please please have a couple turntables up there because it looks oh, yeah. like he was there and he's going to start DJing.
2: Oh, it'd be great, yeah. He just Nothing, needed like the, the, the headphones, yeah. The
3: the band they had playing was awesome, but man, how cool it would be if if Taz was up there and started spinning some records. I think that'd
2: be great. I'd love neat. it. That'd be great. What would he be spinning? Do you know what you like? What he, what Whatever he the Team Taz
3: theme is, he'd just do remixes of that.
2: <laughs> Different break <laughs> like beats. It. Was there a problem with Starks' microphone because the crowd started chanting, we can't hear you.
3: Maybe in-house, but I I didn't uh, on the No, no, that's what
2: I meant in-house. I was like, is this just going to the TV feed? Maybe, maybe. But uh, so, yeah, this was a little bit on the undercooked side. Like, I don't know what I expect necessarily. It's Team Taz. But, like, uh, I really like Ricky Starks. And uh, and basically, he runs down Brian Cage. He says, you know, I've been the glue since day one. Uh, I can't let – he was like, "Uh, I don't let shit slide, Brian Cage. Like, I know you were vanity-searching yourself, befriending the internet nerds on your phone backstage – when you're out there costing me matches, I could forgive that. Uh you never checked on me though when I broke my neck and uh and then Cage comes down and runs Stark's off and that's kinda just
3: it. Well I, I like I like the bit where, where Stark says, I know what it means to be a star, something Cage has spent seventeen years trying to figure out and even standing next to me. Uh yeah. not an ounce of charisma or ounce of my charisma could rub, rub off on Brian Cage. And then Brian Cage is kind of Interrupts and just kind of comes out and just beats up the band a little bit. And that proves yeah. the point.
2: <laughs> kind of proves the point. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Like there wasn't a good, a, like a, a solid punctuation for Brian Cage to get any heat back. You know, he beats up a couple yeah. members of the band and breaks a bass drum over somebody's head, but then and starts JR just makes runs a, off after he throws flowers in his face. So
2: Jar has an oddly cheap shot about trom- trombones uh, being uh, ringside.
3: Not belonging in wrestling. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, the Go Ace Matt Chat. Uh, he basically says he wants the he wants a shot of the United States title, and he's challenging officially the winner of tonight. And then, like we said at the head of the show, that's going to take place at Resurgence.
3: Resurgence, yes. Uh, after that, we had FTR versus Santana Ortiz. I don't know what. So during the course of the match, <clears throat> uh, FTR is setting up for the superplex splash combo. Cash is pushed off the top rope by Santana, and on the uh, you know uh, on his way down, it looked like from the video he got his forearm maybe caught on the hook of the turnbuckle or something yeah. in the turnbuckle. And mm-hmm. it looks like he had a pretty huge gash or good size gash in his forearm. Um, and so they seemed like they had to, 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 cut the match a bit short. Uh, Dax ended up hitting a brain buster mm-hmm. on Ortiz to get the win. Uh, I'm sure the result would have been the same. Um, had, uh, cash not gotten injured. Um, but it was obviously an abridged version of whatever they had planned. Hopefully, Cash is is okay. He was he was out on the floor getting attended to by trainers, holding his arm. Um, so hopefully he's doing all right.
2: There was a lot of blood happening. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully you know he as, had trainers already with him. As soon to like, as it happens, basically, he yeah. looks
3: and and covers it up, and gets off the apron and walks around. I think to win to a trainer or something.
2: Mm-hmm. So okay.
3: hopefully he's doing all right.
2: Yeah, absolutely. After that, we had a Britt Baker interview. Uh, she says, you know what. Uh, I keep getting hurt because Reba can't help me when everyone's gunning for me. She says everyone's at hold at home, holding their breath, waiting for her to fail. They're all going to end up suffocating. Did she make a reference to possibly bringing somebody else in yes. to help protect her? So yes. who do you think that could be? Wouldn't it be awesome if it was Jade Cargill? That would be cool. I was thinking maybe uh, Jack. uh some uh, some iconic help. Oh, there you go. That's right. Ooh, that's exciting.
3: But yeah, she did. She said, uh, you know, Rebels having a hard time keeping people out of my matches, so Yeah. Yeah. Uh then we um, get the announcement of August 20th, AEW rampage, the first dance that CM Punk's totally gonna be there. The crowd do, they started chanting CM Punk.
2: Mm-hmm. And then we get the Sting and Darby interview. And uh, they had they had those, sorry, they had those cameras on everybody. With just as loud as they could, CM punks, they totally, yeah. yeah. They're going to they're, they're get even more obnoxious with the teases, aren't they?
3: I th- they might for another week, and then they'll back off.
2: You think so? It's okay. like it's
3: like Tony doing the paid ads on Impact.
2: Oh, yeah. He'd do them, he'd do them
3: reach a certain point, and then just back off. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. before he shows up, hoping people, like two weeks in advance, people might, might just kind of forget. So Darby says, you know, hey, I've been around a lot of men who have laid claim to being the greatest, but there's only one place to prove it. AEW, even if you think you are
2: the best, the best. in the world. yeah,
3: Stares right at the camera,
2: basically. The best in the world. I'm talking best about CM Punk right talking now. Talking to you, Phil. If you can't understand what I'm saying. Talking to you, Phil. If you're not good at reading between the lines. Uh, after that, we had uh, Hikaleu with Haku versus Lance Archer. And uh solid enough match. Hikaleu is a tall dude. I believe that they said 6'10". Big, yeah, man, that's a big dude. Um, Archer ends up hitting a superplex for two and then a blackout for three. Fun match, though. It was
3: great seeing uh, Haku out there.
2: Yeah, um, man, absolutely.
3: And then uh, uh, he he did his old finish to Archer during a picture yeah. picture
2: That's right, yeah. it was great. Uh, what was even greater was uh, next Cody had an interview where he started rambling about things being weird in the world. So much happening in our world. And then just right in like Malachi Black just came in like a truck and just booted Cody's head clean off. Mm -hmm. It was great. Cody was so enwrapped in his own bullshit that he didn't see this guy coming right in front of him to annihilate his head. I loved it. It was great. They end up fighting out to the ramp. The crowd starts giving Cody shit. And uh, uh, Malachi Black hits a jumping knee on Cody, lays him out. And then a bunch of trainers and Fuego come out. Oh, poor to, uh, Fuego. The, the Nightmare family. And Malachi Black act, acts like he's backing up. And then Fuego gets up and he eats a black mask. Yeah. It was awesome. It was great.
3: So I was looking up uh, any more details on how Cash Wheeler's doing. And there was somebody that was there said he, he actually got it stuck in a metal piece in the ring post.
2: Ouch. God Yeesh. dang, that sucks. That sucks. Yeesh. Uh, Miro, oh, you are the resident Miro I was too Miro busy paying Stan.
3: attention, so I didn't catch all the details of what he said. Because, like, it's hard not to get just—it's it's hard to keep your eyes off Miro when he's dropping these great. Proms I don't. I don't week.
2: blame you. We get—we got to get one of the friendos to to get these Miro notes Just, so that you can enjoy it, man. So, Miro, uh, I got—I got this much. I got this much. Sorry, he go said. On, go on. He said, this used to be an open challenge title, but the challenges have dried up. But Lee Johnson is not any talent. He's talented. He deserves a shot, but he's not going to take away. And what did he call the title? It was something like a divine something. His divine right, I believe. Yes, that's right. Um, And then he punctuates it. He says some other stuff, but he says, two things in life motivate me, a vengeful God and a double-jointed wife.
3: (laughs) God, he's so good.
2: Uh, These are the words of the Redeemer.
1: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie dot com. That's A N G I dot com. Uh,
3: then we get a uh, Hardy family office, private party, and Helico taking on Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian Cage. We uh, get—I didn't get any vibe of any tension between Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. They worked as a pretty solid unit. Um. Yeah, in the end, uh, Christian ends up getting the pin on Mark Quinn after Luchasaurus hits a choke slam. right before that. Jungle Boy takes out Cassidy and Helico with a tope. A uh, solid match. They Actually, I thought they kept this. It seemed like they kept this pretty brief. It was pretty s- direct to the point. Get I Jurassic so Express over.
2: Because Chris, Christian ran Matt Hardy back to the back, and I was like, oh, is he just leaving? Is this going to be the thing? <laughs> yeah. And then he came back, though. He came yeah. back. Yeah, so. he
3: was gone, and then he was back.
2: Yeah, and then uh, the Blade masked man. I thought it was Elite Hunter for a second, but no, it was Blade. Laid I was like, that did not make any sense. What's Kazarian doing? Kazarian
3: coming out here and decking Christian for no reason.
2: Christian Cage is not Elite. That's why it wasn't the Elite Hunter. Uh, Blade lays out Christian Cage after the show with some brass nooks, and uh, Matt Hardy comes out to celebrate Blade doing that.
3: Yes. Uh, and then we got a Nick Gage video package. He's dropped a bit of a promo
2: mm-hmm yeah
3: it's cool they're getting some time to get people who may not uh, be aware of his
2: career yeah it's yeah. weird seeing him in hd because <laughs> like i'm used to grainy twitter videos of nick gage um yeah it was it was weird he's it's all he's all like polished mm-hmm. like the it's all polished production nick gage is it's it's weird to see it's just weird um but yeah it was good and then there was a really quick match here julia hart versus thunder rosa that was pretty quick there was a picture in picture, uh, sort of Pillman and, uh, and Griff Garrison gave her a bit of a pep talk type promo, mm-hmm. you know, pumping her up. And then uh, Thunder Rosa had her own picture in picture promo, uh, basically said, It's my first match and uh, as being an official member of the AW roster. And you're going to see just why I just do what I want to do. And uh, she did that, hit that Thunder driver for three to finish up Julia Hart after. Not a very competitive match.
3: No, no. Thunder Rosa was was pretty much well in control of the whole thing. Uh, We got some matches announced next week for Homecoming. Uh, Surely the main event, Malachi Black versus Cody. Uh, Also, Miro versus Lee Johnson. Uh, The Bunny versus Layla Hirsch. And the winner gets an NWA women's title shot, if I heard that correctly.
2: Yeah, that's cool.
3: And then Christian Cage versus The Blade. Um, Before the main event, got a Mox promo. And he says, last time uh, you saw me, I was crawling out a pit of barbed wire. And that's fine. You know, he's like, no huge <laughs> deal. Yeah. But then I was watching the Olympics. And I was wondering how these these teams from all over the country, all over the world, sorry, can get in Japan. But I can't. Like yeah. My calls go unanswered. Contracts go unsigned. Um, and he says, now that I lost the U.S. title, suddenly I see Tanahashi on TV. You've been dodging me for months. Uh, and the mock says, Tanahashi, you're dead to me. Um, he says, "Well, I'm just gonna send a bunch of pile, a huge pile of, con- of contracts, to Japan. See what pans out, essentially."
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's he's good looking stuff. Looking for a fight. Looking Somebody for to a fight. Japan. Go Ace. Uh, and then we had our main event. Wow, Chris Jericho, the Painmaker versus Nick Gage. Uh, MJF comes out with popcorn on commentary, and uh, yeah, so Gage comes out, swings first thing he does, uh, takes a swipe at Jericho with that pizza cutter. And uh, bloodies up Jericho's arm a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's it sort of the, the until the light tubes came into play, the match was a bit on the plotting side. Yeah, things things kicked up a notch in the second half. It, it was like, yeah, it was like, I don't know, seven minutes of like, man, these guys are kind of just slow. And then all of a sudden it was just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Light like tube, it was of glass. It, it was a snuff film on yeah. TNT, we
3: know drama. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah, pizza cutters. Uh, yeah, it, it got it got rough towards the end. It got rough towards the end. So
2: Gage finds those light tubes. Jericho, meanwhile, gets a bat. And I'm like, oh, that's how Gage is not going to use the light tubes because Jericho has a bat. No, he used the light tubes quite a bit. Yeah, it uh, just took a little bit
3: longer than, than uh, it otherwise would have had Jericho not found the bat.
2: Right, exactly. So Gage gives him like a choke, uh, a choke slam, uh, backbreaker thing over yeah, that his was knee. Great. That was awesome. Gets out the pizza cutter again. Gets out a pane of glass. They set it up between two chairs. Jericho hits Arana through the glass.
3: I love that Gage didn't get the pane of glass himself. He told someone at ringside to get it and put it in the ring for him. <laughs> he grabs it by the shirt and like tells him to do it. That was great. That's
2: awesome. That's great. Uh, and then Gage just starts killing light tubes over Jericho's head and back. Oh, shit. Uh, then does a pile driver into the broken glass. Uh, I think there was a power bomb at one point into the into the glass as well. Uh, Gage does the whole bit where he's stabbing Jericho in the head. He does that a bunch of times with the with a shard of uh, light tube. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, to get the finish here, Jericho hits a mist in the eyes of Gage and then smashes some light tubes on his head, and of course finishes him off with Judas effect, which is. You know, more dangerous than any of the the death you know, match moves. What possible.
3: I texted you, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm just waiting for the, the Judas effect into the light tubes. That'd have been sick.
2: I know. That'd have been really cool. Well, all like he that.
3: has to do is like raise it up to here and then you get the Judas effect. I yeah, it'd be great. I know. So, anyways, MJF pretty much immediately gets on the mic after Gage loses, uh, tells Jericho, hey, the state you're in, you know, there's no chance you're ever going to get to wrestle me. But here's stipulation number three you got to hit a top rope maneuver against your opponent. Um, and then he throws the video, and I remember this happening. I don't remember how long ago it was. Where during the course of like a promo off between the two of them, Jericho mentions Hooventude Guerrera, mm-hmm. and MJF's like, "Who's that?" And and Jericho says, "Google, Google him." And MJF says, "I did. He was your rival back in your WCW days." So labor number three is a match against
2: Hooventude Guerrera. Yeah, who wants the juice? uh yeah that was awesome i love when they do that kind of stuff they set stuff up you know it's like it, you just set a bunch of stuff up and then you can like reference it down the line somebody here in our chat and I, I apologize for not seeing exactly who it was mentioned that before tonight's uh opening match they had watched uh the revolution match i guess between uh hangman and oh kenny
3: and and page versus the young bucks
2: Right, yeah, I guess that's the, the one. And he yeah. and he said that this match had like a ton of callbacks to that match, which isn't shocking at all. Like nope. you know, uh, I love I love when they do that stuff. Yep, that, that's... it's
3: the attention to detail and storytelling that really, in my mind, mm-hmm. puts uh, puts AEW over the top for me. Oh, it looks like it's Goatee Eleven left some bits. Right? Oh, awesome! Had some bits. cool callbacks. Thank were you, amazing. you I rewatched that, yeah. le- the Revolution 2020 match earlier before the Ten Man Tag tonight. The callbacks were amazing. Then the touch with Kenny trying to use the tag title the Cheap shot Hangman was so good On top of all the ridiculousness There was some really cool long term storytelling in that match That's great I love that so much
2: Yeah absolutely uh, Let's see here uh... Uh,
3: King Blass uh, Asks when Hangman wins the AEW title Would you have him kick out of the one winged angel or not At this yeah. point he has to
2: Yeah you have to absolutely he has to Absolutely 100% Um Dog authority figure, who in the elite squad do you think you two would have the best shot against in two on two street ball? Kenny Don that. Callis and Gallows.
3: Kenny Kenny, because I Kenny didn't get anywhere close to hitting that jumper.
2: <laughs> okay. and he
3: seemed to have the, the, the worst handles of the three.
2: Yeah. I was Carl Anderson say actually likes decent. I think Carl Anderson could probably ball Gallows I know he's tall, but like I don't know if he can't move all that well. Yeah, but he's really tall. He is tall. Kenny, and then maybe Matt.
3: Kenny yeah, for maybe. sure. Yeah. Uh, Go to 11 with the sub. Uh, thank you so much. Also says, with Hoovy being the third labor of Jericho, do you think we have a history of Jericho gauntlet match with Malenko, Jerry Lynn, et cetera, from people within AEW for its fourth labor if it isn't Sammy? Oh, that'd be interesting if he had to beat Sammy.
2: Ooh, Cavara. that's a cool idea. And Sammy's like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, well, if you don't, he doesn't get a shot. And then they have to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no shenanigans. You need to try to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a great idea.
3: That is a good idea.
2: Uh, I don't know. See, I, the, the, the thing about all the old guys is I don't know if Dean Malenko can wrestle anymore. You know, I don't know if what MJ said about him was true or not. But if it is, like, he's not going to be able to wrestle.
3: Yeah, I think Jerry Lynn had his own injury issues. So
2: Yeah, it wouldn't shock me either. Those guys are really old. Uh let's see here. Uh Lubricant Hornet said, I love AEW. Uh, but I'm absolutely convinced I'm gonna see somebody die on live television. For example, tonight Stu Grayson made that amazing jump out of the ring, but the way his head hit the ground just took me out of the match. Not a question, I guess, more of amusing. I've actually had that same I, I do think that AEW they allow their wrestlers more freedom. And it does put them, I think, in a little bit more jeopardy, um, because sometimes it it, it does get kind of like, oh wow, that's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. Like the thing with the thing with the FTR tonight, like Cash, I don't, I, I think that was just a fluke thing. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what you could fl- do to protect yourself against that. Yeah,
3: that's just one of those freak things. It seems like right,
2: but uh, but yeah, sometimes I get that same sort of feeling from AW, and it it does, it's it's on my mind sometimes. Um, you know, you just hope that. And it doesn't happen.
3: Yeah. So PW Insider has this about Cash Wheeler. Says uh, the injury described as a really bad cut. Immediately treated by AW medical staff. Told he is now okay in the back. So Great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great to hear. Good, good, good. Uh, uh, Hugh oh. Longheavy mm-hmm. says, what did these members ever do to Cage? He's clearly the heel. Uh, Team Taz. Oh, the band members, sorry. What did these band member- members ever do to Cage? He was clearly the heel. The band members were completely innocent, doing their jobs, and Cage attacks them and breaks their expensive instruments. Yeah.
2: What did, like, like? yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like he was a dick to team. I feel like Team Taz was, like, in the right with that whole thing, to be honest with you. Like, you know, hey, are you, don't don't use the title. Why not? There was never really a real explanation for that stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I uh, uh, suppose it says after Jericho defeated Gage, doesn't facing MJF seem like a piece of cake. <laughs> You'd think, right? <laughs> He's just making him stronger.
3: Yeah, I know. Uh, random Xerox says the best in the world. Shane McMahon. And then Tronin says Darby says he wants the best in the world. He was obviously talking about Shane O'Mac.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. That'd be awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shane Canavan since AW is all but confirmed punk uh reports with Darby's references. Is Darby the first right opponent, the right first opponent for Punk's comeback, and how do you you how do you think it'll play out? Plus if Punk's first feud is Darby, what should Sting's role be? I mean kind of what Sting's role generally is Mills Father about, figure. Gives moral support. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think yeah, I think he's a great first feud and then they'll do something cheesy where like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attack them after their match and then it sets up a tag match with CM Punk and Darby Allin. But I think yeah, you know as long as it's not like a feud where one guy's a bad guy and one guy's a good guy, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's totally a dream match that everybody wants that everybody should yeah, want to see. Cool. That could be Absolutely. cool.
3: Absolutely. Uh Hip Hop Hippo, let's hear your wildest most baseless speculative predictions for the final 3 labors
2: of Jericho. Um give me Steiner uh, for number four, and uh, I mean, I know we've talked about a lot of labors, but Steiner's a great one, and uh, I mean, there's been so many good ones that we've heard already. I want to try to come up with something original.
3: I'm gonna go Goldberg at four, and then Brock Lesnar at five because remember they oh, got that oh Brock backstage. is
2: great. That's an awesome one. Yeah, it's just a labor of Jericho, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that's awesome uh yeah that's a good one and then um uh, and then yeah a- actual like manual labor so you know he uh he helps mjf with like you know building a like a sprinkler system
3: or something like on that. his house yeah
2: yeah a sprinkler system oh sid yeah what about sid <laughs> eh, that's not much. Yeah. That's not much no. of a labor for Jericho at this point, I don't think. Though, hold on, this is good though. This is good. Hugh He says MJF says next week you have to hit a big boot from the second rope to win against Sid. Oh my God. <laughs> or Ouch! how
3: about this: a softball home run derby against Sid? Yes. Oh, you nailed it. You nailed it.
2: Great job.
3: Uh, Jorge D, how would you vastly improve that Team Test celebration? Because we all know it could have been. It could have been more team Taz, besides Larson's our awesome DJ Taz idea.
2: Yeah, that's a great one. I like the idea of maybe Hook being a DJ too. Yeah, that'd be good. And uh, playing some, uh, but they have him playing like uh, what was that? girl oh, he's playing like dubstep. There he's obsessed with dubstep. Turns
3: the house lights down. Everybody's giving some glow sticks,
2: and they start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Hook, what did you call this music? Hey.
3: Uh, Dang MQ, so when Punk shows up in AEW, will people still chant his name at WWE when things get boring over there? I think it's going to be worse than what they were before the pandemic. Yes, because now CM Punk will be a, a, a phrase used uh, by fans of WWE shows to say,
2: hey, this shit
3: is worse than what AEW is doing.
2: <laughs> uh, man, yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I mean, is the idea that they chant it because he's not there? Why At this point, why do they still chant that? I, I mean, they, at this point, it's just because it's, it's a chant. Yeah. But originally, it's because they, they wanted to see him. And it's like, hey, you let him go. And we like that guy. Please have him back. But if knowing he's gone and he's yeah. at a different place, they get, they can get, you can get your CM Punk fix. I guess the question is, what would uh, somebody in the ring in WWE that's getting the CM Punk chant What's going to be their terrible comeback to it? Because sometimes they try to engage the fans. Oh, you can go
3: see him in that piss company. Yeah, it'd be something, something crap like that.
2: Something stupid like that, huh?
3: Uh, Snacks for Hire, first-time chat, says, if they had Olympics for wrestling, who wins individual gold, silver, and bronze? Uh, Snacks for Hire suggests Roman for the gold, Kenny for the silver, and Naito for the bronze.
2: Um... Wait, what?
3: If you had uh, if there was a, a Olympics uh, for men's professional wrestling, oh yeah, who would who would you have? Oh the God, gold, are you kidding? Oh, and, Okada and is
2: gold. Okada is totally gold. Silver would be, in my opinion, Zack Saber Jr. I Good. think he's terrific.
3: He is terrific. Bronze, yeah. uh, Blue Demon Jr.
2: Uh, <laughs> perfect. That's oh, all.
3: This is a great question. Quoth the Raven. Think Jericho. Will bring Hoovy's mask next week.
2: Whoa, yeah. That would be great. That's good. I like it. That would be great. That's awesome. Uh, All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Twitch chat, stick around. We're going to answer some more of your questions. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.